It's the What's Your Opinion Show, our daily talk show focusing on you, the people, events, and issues of Marshall County. Now here's your hosts, Kathy Bodorf and Rusty Nixon. Thursday. Yeah, it is. Uh, thank goodness it's Thursday. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, my computer's acting up, so. Well, that's good. We'll we'll see. Yeah, what kind of a Thursday it's going to be. Oh uh, yeah, it's not going to be a good Thursday. It's going to be a wild Thursday. It, it won't let me shut down anything. Okay, maybe I close this. Close this. It won't let me close. Come on, close. Okay. Now maybe I'm getting a little bit better to where I need to be so I can <laughs> see things. Everything's black. Did you have to restart? Um, well, I thought I did. I actually was going to take out the battery. Oh, yeah. Because sometimes yeah, yeah, you have to get that technical, but I don't see a battery on the back of this laptop. So I'm like, ah, where's might, the battery? Might be underneath it. I, I look back there. There's like no... Huh. No uh, little thingy to take out, so I may have to call the technology guru and slam it on the ground. Bob, help me! Uh, we are going to have double booking today. This morning on the show, we're going to have oh my goodness, Anna Kitzman, yeah, um, from the Heartland Artist Gallery. The we're going to be talking about art in the street. That's coming up on Saturday. And then we're also going to have the guys in from the Tyner Oddfellow for their tractor show that's also coming up on Saturday. So lots of opportunities for folks to, you know, find something fun to do this weekend. Also, you know, going happening this weekend on Saturday is the Bowling for Leith. That's Leith. That is Judy Weston's uh-huh. grandson. Um and it's going to be at Quicks Lanes on Saturday. Uh, it starts at 5 o'clock. Tickets are $10, and we have them here at the radio station. So if you want a ticket. Uh. In the meantime, I do want – it's it's not breaking news because I, I've seen it on Facebook already, but I did get a press release from the Argus Police Department this morning. Okay. In the 6 o'clock hour. All right. The Argus Police Department is requesting the public's health in locating 16-year-old Lana R. Romer. Lana is 5'2", and she weighs about 100 pounds. She has brown hair and green eyes. And she was last seen yesterday morning at 8.30 in Argus. And police are asking that anyone who may have some information on Lana Romer's whereabouts to please contact the Argus Police Department at 574-892-5122. That's 574-892-5122. Well, that's concerning. So, yes, it is. Um, I actually saw a post on Facebook on my phone this morning, and I believe it was from her mother, that uh, said that she had actually left a, a suicide note. That's so, even more concerning. Yes. Yeah, so uh, they are hoping uh, that they can locate her quickly. So any help 
Um, even if you haven't seen her, but you know a place that she hangs out, something like that could be helpful to police officers. So please consider helping out if you know yeah, anything. Anything at all. Yes. Um, I didn't get to tell you. I, I don't know. You were so busy yesterday. I didn't get to tell you. But on Tuesday evening, uh, Jim and I uh, got to go up to Four Winds Field in South Bend and watch the Cubs play. I couldn't even tell you who they played against it. But they won. I know that. Saw several uh, home runs and the fireworks went off and that kind of stuff. It's a fun time. Yes, it's such a fantastic place. Yeah, it is. I mean, it it really is a neat place um, to be able to go up there and spend, you know, a few hours just... A great atmosphere. It's good baseball too. Excellent, and actually, the the South Bend Cubs are like first place in first place, yeah. and, and they're blowing the league away. I guess is yeah. from what what I've heard. So well, they are the uh, the top Class A team for uh, the Cubs. So they send their the guys they think are the best guys in their organization at that level end up in, in South Bend. Uh, wow! So. You're seeing. Uh, so after that, then do they go to? A. Oh, okay. They don't go to some Wrigley of, yet. Some of them will go straight to Wrigley, but I mean okay. the the place. It's weird how it works. The place that you jump to the majors is Double A. That's where they hold you until you're ready to play Major League Baseball. Triple A, which is the highest level, is just guys who've been hurt. Guys are hanging on. Guy, I mean, basically, it's a holding area for. Never was or has beens that are trying to stick around, and you know those guys become useful to teams occasionally. Though, so they kind of hold them in that place until they need them. But the Double A guys are the the real prospects. Those are the guys they really think are going to be going to be good, um, and that's usually where you make the jump. It's from Double A to to the majors, and if you get back, if you go back, it's not good. So. <laughs> That's not good. Yeah. Yeah, but um, the single-A team here is the best um, players they have in the organization, they think, at that level. So you're seeing some really, really, really good baseball players. Um, really good. I've well, it was a fantastic impressed. evening. Um, and we were there. Jim sits on, a, a, I don't know, some kind of a public com- committee for NIPSCO. Oh, okay. And so we were there. We had an outside suite, uh, which we haven't sat in before, but uh, it's a specialized area. Right, yeah. And, yeah, and they had food, and it was just a really nice yeah. time. And we sat on the third base side, okay. which we are usually when we go, we're in the U.S. granule suite right. on the first yeah. base side. So um, it was interesting to get a different perspective of the field yeah. and – and play like that. So it was kind of, it was really neat. We had a great time. Yeah, it's a great place. And then last night, we went out to the racetrack for a minute. Um, he wanted to show me they're building a tire barn um, where they're going to be able to, you know, sell tires. Uh, what do you call? Mount tires. Right. Uh, on rims, that kind of stuff. And so they're building a tire barn. So he wanted to show me that. Well, they had already left and it was locked up. So we drove past there and he goes, well, what do you want to do? And I said, what do you think about going to the drive-in in Argus? And he goes, Bulldogs? I was thinking the same yeah. thing. So we went down to Argus. 
they weren't open. Oh! It's like, what? That's too bad. What? Why aren't they open? So. They got good stuff. And it's like, oh, well, let's go over to Culver. Yeah. So we drove over to Culver, went to the root beer stand. That's never a bad thing. Nope, not at all. Um, had, they weren't very busy either. I was really surprised, but um, had good food and enjoyed that. And came home. You really need to go down sometime when when bulldogs. I, I finally found them on Facebook, but yeah. it doesn't give their hours, so I don't I know don't, I don't what remember. their situation is. I don't remember what they are, but I know that I have. I've never been disappointed with the food. It's pretty good. So well. I'm hoping to give it a try, but I don't Hopefully know if it'll happen will. or not. But you'll get it. You'll get it. I'm texting my guru man because the only thing I have is a white screen. You are in trouble. That's the only thing that's there. You're in trouble. And I've already done some stuff on it this morning, but you're in trouble. I don't know. You're in trouble. I'm really in trouble. Do you, can you hand me the news for the day, and we can at least um, talk about some news before I, we get uh, to? Don't know oh. that I printed it all out. <laughs> what you sent me? Um, oh, I can, I can maybe on. try and find it on my some of the stuff. I can maybe try and find it on my phone this morning. Okay, let's see. Let's see where we want to start on. Um. On Tuesday, the Marshall County uh, Police Narcotics Team was assisted by Net 43, those narcotics officers. That's actually Kosciuszko County's drug task force, basically. They executed a search warrant in the 9,000 block of 12B Road near Argus. Argus? Argus. Argus. Officers uh, located and seized uh, illegal substances currency and a firearm and they ended up arresting 20 23 year old carson shireman and 27 year old uh, scarlett torres um, they were arrested for dealing in marijuana and maintaining a common nuisance both were lodged in the marshall county jail they had 1500 dollars cash bonds and both of them since their lodging have posted bonds and gotten out of there. Okay. So they didn't stand in, stay in there very long. On Monday evening, the Plymouth City Council passed a resolution confirming the real estate for Composite Technologies Assemblies, what we all know as OASIS, uh, for a tax abatement. This is the second step in the tax abatement process. And Oasis has a new location at Pioneer and Gary Drives here in Plymouth. It's over by uh, the the Indot Loves Truck Stop back over in that that area. Um, and Greg Hildebrand from Marsh County Economic Development Corporation told members that Oasis has expanded to this new location, and they are manufacturing their number one shower and tub enclosure in that facility that's the only thing they're actually manufacturing over in there um, they have have an investment of two million dollars in personal property which includes three robots and two million dollars in the real estate and um, this project will be adding 76 new jobs 
to the already 200 positions that Oasis has um, in their other line with their other lines. So Greg Hildebrand presented a seven-year phase-in tax abatement for both the real property and the personal property. Greg Compton questioned the motion, stating that he wanted to approve the seven-year phase-in for the real estate, but he did not want to approve a seven-year uh, phase-in for the personal property. Um, he wanted that to be in a excuse me <clears throat> a separate motion, and. Um, the motion actually had been made by Jeff Huyen, and Jeff came back and said, I am agreeable to the seven-year phase-in for both because they are adding 76 new jobs. Right. And so he did not want to modify his motion. So when it came to the vote, the vote was six to one with Compton voting no because he is it not a favor of the personal property. Um, and that goes down to depreciation that over seven years, it, the, the equipment is depreciated. And by that eighth year, then it has no value. Right. Um, and that's why he voted that way. But that was uh, one of those things. So it's kind of exciting for them to have another, you know, new facility right. and that they can, I don't know where they're going to get 76 new employees, yeah, but we'll uh, see what happens there. That'll be the uh, the challenge, finding 76 more people. Uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, Jen, Jen Klinger, Klinger, Klingerman, who is the HR director for the city of Plymouth, uh, appeared before the Board of Public Works and Safety and asked uh, for them to approve two new job descriptions. And in reality, these really aren't new job descriptions. Um, what has happened is uh, Fire Chief Steve Hollum has a couple of employees that he would like to have full time, but they cannot qualify for the 1977 pension. One of those employees I know is too old to meet the requirement for that. And so the proposal was, to create a civilian fire inspector position. And that's actually the position that is currently held by Rod Miller. And at the end of this year, he will actually max out of the 1977 pension. But he would like to stay on and continue working for the city of Plymouth. So they would like to take his job from that and move it to a, a civilian job where he would get perf instead of the of the fireman's pension. And so it, same job description. The only thing that changed there was from being in the 77 pension plan to he will be a PERF uh, employee instead. And then the second one is for a civilian firefighter first class position. Um, and this one is where an employee is too old to qualify for the pension fund but is willing to come and work for the city of Plymouth full time. And so creating that as a civilian position too will allow them to work full time just like everybody else, but instead of being in the 77 pension fund, they'll be, they'll be in the PERF instead. Gives um, some uh, flexibility then. Yes, it does. And, it, and actually, um, Chief Hollum wasn't at the meeting on Monday, but it was uh, commented that he's down three full-time positions he's down one firefighter and he's down two paramedics 
And so allowing this will make it easier for him to fill these vacancies. Now, uh, County Council or City Councilman Dwayne Culp asked if the firefighter position was created basically to fit this one individual, or is it going to be open-ended so that others would have the ability uh, to apply if they don't meet the age requirements too? And uh, Klingerman said that the plan is to keep it open so that any firefighter uh, could apply for that position. So um, if they're too old for the, the pension, they can come on through PERF. And the Board of Public Works and Safety unanimously approved the job descriptions by a 7-0 vote. So, um, And then because they did that in the council meeting then, um, the, they had to do a salary ordinance amendment for this year's salary because they had to create those two civilian positions right. in the fire department budget and have line items there where they can then pay those people out of. So um, they saw that on first reading, the council did on first reading, um, and instead of pushing it through, um, he said that he would, you know, we'll just wait until the next meeting, and then we'll look at it for second and third reading. That that allows anybody on the city council that it might have questions to either contact the HR director or the fire chief uh, before they make a determination. So a couple of things there that they're working on. All right. Well, I covered those three things. Now what? Now what am I going to talk about? Because I can't see anything on my dang laptop. This is really crazy. I don't know. It's amazing how you become so <sighs> attached to uh, a, a device. device. Yeah, exactly. It's terrible. Um. I'm going to see if how talented I can be to get on my telephone and you know, pull it in that way instead. Um, I don't know. If Joss trying to work this here. Well, I'm not going to be able to do this. I was going to turn this around for you to look at, but oh. I don't think I can turn it that far. Well, let's see. I did find some news stories. I just got to figure out how to get to all the news stories. News. Can you do that on your phone? Yep, that's what I'm working oh. on right now. Oh. Hopefully. Tax abatement. No. Arrest from Argus. We did that one. Yeah. Missing teen. I yeah. did that one. Um. I really don't want to talk about this one because Anna's coming in. I, there's a story on there about arts in the street. We'll sure. talk about that a little bit later on. But there is another story um, on here. Uh, coming up next month on August the 13th, it is the annual memorial walk for Aaron Edwards um, and for a cure for epilepsy. Um, and you guys will probably remember this because it just happened a couple of years ago. Um, Erin Edwards uh, was uh, an Argus High School graduate. She was in her second year at Franklin College, and um, she passed away in her sleep um, after having uh, a sudden unexpected death in ep epilepsy. 
So she had like an epileptic seizure while she was sleeping. She died on October 7th of 2020. And um, so they are having this three-mile fundraising walk for her that will be held down in the Argus Community Park at 10 a.m. on August the 13th. And funds raised for that will go to the Epilepsy Foundation, uh, which they help not only people who have epilepsy, but family members who maybe live with somebody with epilepsy or people who have a desire to help improve the lives of people impacted by epilepsy. And uh, last year, they were able to raise $8,600. So they have set a goal this year of $10,000. While they are not, you know, forcing people to, you know, bring in so much money as a pledge for the walk, they are asking for a minimum donation of $10 to walk. Um, they'll have walk t-shirts and bracelets available for purchase. They'll also have a bake sale going on um, before or after that walk. And um, the chubby buddies will be there uh, for those walkers or those who maybe don't want to walk, but they want something good to eat. So that's going to be happening on August the 13th down at Argus. And you can come. And you know what? If you don't want to walk, you can actually drive your golf cart. On the oh. route and do it that way. Well, cool. Now that's the way I would do it if it was left up to me. Yeah, I definitely. You still get seems, the you get the best of both worlds. You get all the fresh air and the sunshine, there you go. And the camaraderie. Yeah, without any of the exercise, that makes that, I that's, love that's, it. That's perfect. Yeah. 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 Uh, the Indiana Department of Transportation uh, has announced that the contractor up there at uh, 31 and 23, the overpass on the south end of, Plym- of South Bend. We just went through there the other day, the other night, going oh, up to I the ball game. It is a mess, um, but um, they're going to be moving over to phase two of that bridge replacement project um, starting next week. And during phase two, the westbound US 20 bridge will be completely closed to traffic. Uh, so they can do the demolition on there. Um, and the newly constructed bridge on East US 20 will be converted to two-way traffic. So you're going to switch over and, and have two-way traffic up there instead. So basically it's for those of you who have to travel to South Bend, oh, yeah. you know, and how many times do you get on the, the, the bypass to go around to go to the doctor or the hospital out on the far side of town um yeah it is a major mess yeah um and with the ramp closures it it makes it even harder um there will be some overnight road closures in place on us 31 under the bridge um when they're doing the demolition work those will probably be from about nine o'clock at night until six o'clock in the morning and they're anticipating that to be happening Monday, August 8th, and on Saturday, August the 20th. So they're going to detour you around that situation, but not a fun time. Absolutely. When it's done, it'll be wonderful, but not a fun time now. Even when it's done, it's not the most fun in the world. I mean, that's always been a little bit of a congested. 
area. Weird. Yeah. The one that when you're coming back. Uh, oh, when you're heading westbound and you got to get off on the Plymouth exit yeah. and you, you've got these other vehicles that are coming up on yeah. at the edge of the bridge yeah. and they're wanting to go westbound and you're yeah. trying to get off into the lane so that you can get off and head southbound. Yeah, that's a that's real a mess. Man. That was bad planning on somebody's no, I, part. I don't know. Bad, bad planning. Yeah, they're just they're too close together, and then especially if you happen to do that in at night or in the dark, yeah, it's, it's even worse. It's tough. So yeah, not a good time, not fun at all. Okay, um, you know, there's something on there for the governor about uh the oh about the uh Senate passed the the Chips Plus legislation. Le- legislation that was actually senator young's legislation um but it it has an impact uh here in indiana um and basically what it's doing is is you know getting businesses to make those chips that are so much in demand um here in the united states instead of over in china yeah so it makes things easier and then another story i had up here is if you are a deer hunter uh, it's not too early to be thinking about deer season. You can find updates and answers to deer hunting frequently asked questions at deer.dnr.in.gov. You can also purchase a deer license online there. So um, it's just basically for those deer hunters, which I'm not one of those. I, li- I like to stay I. away from the yeah. deer as they're floating yeah, around. Not going to be doing that either. Coming around and bothering us. Yeah. No. It's like stay away from my car. Don't come out. Absolutely. Stay back. Yep. Okay. Other than that, Rusty, I don't know what we're going to do. Okay. Um, we'll remind people. Don't forget coming up on also on Saturday. The Plymouth Volunteer Fire Department is going to be hosting their pancake and sausage breakfast. They will be serving pancakes and sausage for a free will donation from 8 o'clock in the morning until 11 o'clock in the morning. So it'll be held right downtown uh, at the firehouse. You're going to sit in the in the bays where they park the trucks um, at 11, 111 North Center Street in Plymouth. And it's a free will donation. So whatever you want to give, they will accept. And you can have some pancakes and sausage for breakfast. Good enough. Also, for you folks who are interested in pickleballing tonight um, out at Centennial Park, it's actually going to be at the Fryman Shelter, which is back there by the tennis courts. The Plymouth Picklers are having a carry-in dinner and they are working. They're going to start looking at the possibility of creating some standalone pickleball courts at Centennial Park. And so they're looking for people who are interested in helping, helping to fundraise uh, for this project. And the dinner is going to start at 630. They ask those who are coming to bring a dish to share, bring your own table service and a drink. And they're going to talk about donation opportunities and the next step that they will go be going through towards getting some standalone courts for the pickleballers. So that's happening tonight at Centennial Park starting at 630. 
Rocking. Yes, it is. Pretty exciting. Rocking. Okay, now let's see. Do I have anything else that I need to touch base on right now? I don't know. Yeah, you're going to have to start singing or something, I think, maybe. <sighs> I'll give the band a call, see if we can get back together. <laughs> okay, that's... Our drummer died, though, so... That's not good. For uh, once, you and I are, like, going to be, like, right on time. Oh, I mean, good. Early and... Good. Mm. Sorry. Struggling a little <laughs> bit. Well, Jim's giving me hand signals or, or a signal. <laughs> but I, it's like driving or something. I'm not sure what, what that means. Uh, our, kids, our kids left for North Carolina this morning. Oh, they did? Yep, about 7.15. Loaded up. up. There's a U-Haul and a car and a Jeep headed southbound. That's a uh, long trip. It it definitely is. Um, Especially if you're dragging a U-Haul. Seven. Let's see. I don't know how many miles it is, but they're gonna. They thought they would leave at seven in the morning, and they hope to get there around ten or so tonight. Yeah. And they're driving with two dogs, so that will be an interest. Yeah, the traffic will be fun. Yeah. And they go a different way than we go to South Carolina. Yeah. They go over to Dayton. They go down to Indianapolis, then they cut over Over to to Dayton Dayton. and then cut over that direction instead. So you're also going to go through the mountains. The worst part of the mountains with (laughs) U-Haul. Well, good good for you, Dan. Yeah. Good luck. Good for you. I told him to slow down and take your time. Yeah, you're in no hurry. That really is, you know, what it is. Slow down. Arrive alive. Isn't exactly. That the old, uh, the old exactly. saying. Exactly. The old saying. Uh, coming up on Friday evening, the Plymouth Elks Lodge here in Plymouth. That's just up by Woodbury Golf Course. If you head north on Michigan Road at the edge of town, you'll see the golf course. You turn right and. You go back down to the end of the road. It doesn't go any farther. It ends up at the Elks. Um, They are open to the public on Friday evenings. And this Friday night, they will have their mayor-endorsed all-you-can-eat fish fry. That's right. They also will be having Swiss steak, jumbo shrimp, and they're going to have chicken and noodles on Friday night. And the dinners there include a, a little salad bar, your choice of potato, and dessert, and they serve to the public from 5 until 8 p.m. And you can do carryouts also. So gives you an opportunity if you maybe, maybe you know, coming up next weekend will be the Mayor's Month of Music. You might want to go out to the Elks, grab your dinner at 5 o'clock, and then head down to River Park Square well, and go. get ready for, you know, the Mayor's Month of Music and eat your dinner there. You know, people need to just stop. You know, stressing about what they're going to do. Yeah. Or anything, yeah because all you got to exactly. do is, is, is call you. You always have the perfect day set up. Yep, exactly. So, yeah. Yep. All right. Well, why don't we take our first break of the we morning? Can do that. And um, I'm sure you have some kind of a prize to give away. I do. It's a fun day today. We have tickets to The Sound of Music, Max Kucky Players. Uh, any performance? At the Culver High School Auditorium, we've got two comp tickets here. If you are caller number five at 574-936-4096, yep. 
574-936-4096. Caller 5. Going to get uh, those two tickets. So good luck. When you bundle your renters and auto insurance with Progressive, you could save money. But it doesn't cover any terrible memories living rent-free in your head. You remember that time you were singing in the shower? And then you heard a knock on the wall? And then you realized that your bathroom shared a wall with your neighbor's bedroom? And all you could do was stand there silently, thinking about all the other things they may have heard in the four years you've lived there? <sighs> yeah, good times. Sorry, we can't save you from that memory, but we could save you money bundling your renters and auto insurance with Progressive. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers. Renters insurance and bundle discount not available in all states or situations. Are you looking for a new hauler for trash removal? Call Apex Waste. Large or small, we'll take your call. When you choose Apex Waste, there's no long-term contracts, no hidden fees, and no taxes. What we say is what you pay. Apex Waste is a local family-owned company that is dedicated to reliable, friendly service. Call Apex Waste at 574-896-APEX. That's 574-896-2739. Or visit us online at apexwaste.net. At Co-Alliance Propane, we treat our customers like neighbors because it's exactly what we are. Co-Alliance isn't some company across the country. We're across the county. We work, play, and live right here in Marshall County. With programs like Summer Fill, Budget, and Fixed Price, you can choose the program that works best for you. Visit co-alliancepropane.com for more details, including 50 free gallon offers for new and existing customers. Co-Alliance Propane, seriously local. Get your cell phone out and dial 574-936-4096 or text 574-307-6647 and be a part of the show. Now let's get back to What's Your Opinion on WTCA in Plymouth, Indiana. Tell it's Thursday. They definitely make you want to move. I'm moving. Believe me, I'm I'm moving. Very good. I'm moving. Judy's moving to the sound of music. Fantastic. Woo, Judy. Coming up this weekend. Yep. Yeah, Thursday or Friday and Saturday at seven thirty and Sunday at four o'clock. Don't miss it. Tickets are fifteen dollars. And they uh they have more shows than that too. These these are comps are good any of the, night of the only show. these these are the last three oh, shows. Okay. Yep. Oh, your choice okay, on Friday cool. or Saturday night at seven thirty really or Sunday at four o'clock. Yeah, you got a pair so, of free tickets. There you go. Good. All right, we've got the guys back in from the Tyner Oddfellow Tractor Show. We've got John with us and TJ. Good morning, guys. Good, good morning, morning, all. Thanks for coming in. We just yeah. want to say on an opening statement. Yep. We're moving to the sound of tractors revving up. <laughs> there you go. Well, I bet you are, because I bet you'll be seeing some today. Uh, we're expecting a few to show up this evening. <laughs> Very good. So this is the second annual Tyner Odd Fellow Tractor Show. Um, and a, 
also has a corn roast and a sausage roast that kind of goes along with it. So you get a, it, not only enjoy some great tractors, but you also get to eat some good food. We like to say farm to table. There you go. It works perfectly. So um, the show actually starts tomorrow afternoon. And, Two o'clock. And runs uh, Friday and Saturday, so folks can come out. So let's go over some of the details of what they're going to see at this tractor show. You want to start? Oh. Yeah, yeah. some of the things that they're, they're going to see is they're going to see a, uh, a lot of antique tractors. Uh, there will be no tractor newer than 1979. But there'll be a lot of tractors in the 30s, 40s, and uh, 50 uh, airs. And uh, a lot of them are going to be uh, refurbished. There'll be tractors there that are still working out in the fields. Uh, so they're going to get a whole flavor of what, of what uh, the farm does with their tractors. And that's what really excites us. And we, have, we have people bringing four, five, six tractors in there. Wow. To, so that the... Uh, uh, the public can can get an idea. It's it's, it's a uh, it's it's a show that uh, people really do not get exposed to. So, John, I'm not a country girl. Um, I lived in the city, um, but will we just see tractors, or would we see um, an implement that might go on the tractor or that the tractor would have pulled back in the day? There may be some implements there. Uh, okay. Not not an extremely large amount, but we will also have lawn and garden tractors that are collectible. Yes. <laughs> Means something to the family. I know there's a Jacobson tractor showing up from that was from the old Jacobson dealer in Tyner. Oh His wow. His daughter still has one of the tractors and it's Oh my goodness. It's going to be there. That's fantastic. And another thing that you've added this year, actually, is hit and miss engines. Yes. So that's another um, excite. That's kind of like another piece that there are people who just like hit and miss engines. Yes. So um, every year, and we know that this is going to be a, a yearly event, is that uh, we're adding um, uh, equipment, if you can call it that, that would be on a farm. Tractors hit and miss. Uh, uh, next year we'll look at uh, we'll look at uh, some implements, uh, a one row pow- uh, a plow or two row plow. But we have to be aware of the fact that we have limited space, <laughs> and this is growing uh, at a f- high rate of participation of people wanting to bring their tractors in. That uh, and that's a good thing to be. Well, yeah. But, I, I, uh, I, so we have to be aware of that, and uh, uh, we don't want to limit ourselves. But you know, we're almost at that point now where we're okay. What can come in and what can't come in? <laughs> you you actually are at that point already where you're going to have to have people park somewhere else, and then you're going to tram them down to the show um, so that you can have enough area for the show to go on. Yes, we, we, we have a uh, hay field just down the road, and, and we will have trams to haul people. There will be a handicap-accessible tram, but we do have a sizable amount of hard surface handicap oh. parking for 
handicapped people at the show site. Oh, that's wonderful. Okay. So, but but for those of you who can walk or, you know, you just go down to the field, park in the field, and the tram will come down, pick you up, and, and take you down to the show. We've, we've kind of taken uh, that idea from uh, the Blueberry Festival, and uh, we think that's really going to be an excitement. Uh, so they don't have to worry about uh, uh, walking any great distance. Mm-hmm. And that uh, the trams will be running on a consistent basis. So after through after they're done, looking at tractors, eating fantastic uh, food, uh, commensurating with other people there that they know, that uh, uh, they're ready to go. The tram will take them back. Enjoying the beautiful weather that Mother Nature has apparently blessed um, us with. Yes, it does seem like that's going to have you're going to have a good weekend. So that's a. A huge plus, especially ah, after big. last night's downpour that we had again. It's like, oh, although that's kind of nice because it kind of wets down the field. It won't be as dusty for you guys. So that's a good thing. So you're going to have last year you had how many tractors? About had, 146. Ahead, okay. And, and I, I'm sure your goal this year is to have at least one more than that. Sure. <laughs> We're anticipating uh, approximately 200 tractors. This wow. Year. That's, that was our goal. And in talking with people that are going to be bringing tractors, we also have talked with uh, people that weren't there last year that will be there this year. So we're seeing it grow. That's fantastic. All right. So now we talk a little bit about some of the tractors that you're going to have. Um Let's talk a little bit about this corn and sausage roast. Um, you guys take care of that? That's yes, part that, of the, the, odd, the yes. odd Fellows? The Odd Fellows are taking care of all the food service. Okay, so have you started shucking corn? Do you have to shuck corn, or is this the kind that you roast with the We're We're going to uh, uh, shuck the corn and, okay. and boil it this year. Okay. Last year we steamed it with the shucks on, and we're, we're going to try something different try this something year. Try something different this year. So somebody has to sit around and shuck a lot of corn. Yeah, I'm a pretty good corn shucker. Oh, well, that's what, that's, I love corn, but I, it's, I like now that the stores usually provide an area where you can get most of that mess and leave it at the store instead of having it in your kitchen at home. But yeah, that was one of those things my mom used to say, hey, we're having corn on the cob. Here, go clean this corn. Uh. But what you get out of the store, you don't know how old that corn is. And um, that corn, true. that corn we're providing came out of the fields that day wow so it's coming from around that's yeah, right in 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 the local area yes fantastic one of the things that we 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 like to say is that uh this show uh is uh, uh completely uh, put on by by the local people the odd fellows and that is the food uh that is the uh, tractors that is the events for the family the kids is all uh, included uh, and uh, run by the auto we don't uh, uh, contract out for anything okay so I know the last time you guys were here um, <clears throat> we talked about the corn and sausage roast okay I sausage <coughs> I, I I think of two things as sausage I either think a smoked sausage or I think a breakfast sausage so 
What kind of sausage? Does it come on a sandwich? Is it like a sausage sandwich or what is it? It it will be like a brat. Okay. All right. In that form. Very good. Uh, (coughs) We will also have hot dogs available too for kids. All right. Um, But some people like me that like hot dogs. I love hot dogs. Oh, so do I. But I like hot dogs that are, has some dark to them. They've been on the grill a little too long, maybe. I love them. Never met a bad hot dog. (laughs) (laughs) I don't care how you cook them. Um, But you guys also said the last time you were in that you're going to have, uh, you're actually on Saturday morning, you're going to serve some breakfast. Biscuits and gravy from 6 a.m. until they're gone. Okay. Uh, So we we will be there. That is, the 6 a.m., the show doesn't open until 9 but we will be there serving breakfast, and there will be people there before 9. Oh, definitely. And then you're also uh, going to have pulled pork and walking tacos. Yep. So you have quite a variety. That that should make everybody happy. Well, we, we decided to expand a little bit on our menu from some of the feedback from last year. We Last year was our first year, and we learned a lot, and we, we took any and all feedback and criticism from the uh, participants and that was one of the comments well you know i've been here two days and i've ate corn and sausage four times (laughs) okay i get it yeah i didn't think about that we decided to expand our menu a little bit we obviously can't serve a seven course meal but (laughs) but we can give them a few options there you go we like to think that our our show is flexible and so therefore we try new things well you're building on it this is only the second year or so yeah you just do a little bit and change it up each year until you get it exactly where you want it to be uh, that that will probably never happen <laughs> if if you're not learning you're not growing that's right that's you're not moving true forward. um now you'll have some great food you're going to be able to you know, look at some antique tractors or classic tractors out there. Um, but this event is actually a, a full family event. This is just not for, you know, the old guy who was a farmer or grew up on a farm and wants to reminisce about back in the day. But this is for the full family. So even people now um, and have younger kids that maybe live in town, but they we want them to experience farms. Um, you you have something for everybody, it seems like. Well, one of the things that we've, we, we've found out and we've seen is that when, when families bring their children with them and the children get bored, the families are ready to leave. <laughs> and so what we wanted to do, and this is really excites me the most, or one of the high excitements, is the fact of the, uh, the events that we have uh, will be putting on for the kids so that they can stay interested uh, in, in, in the show and let their parents have the time to look at things that they haven't really looked at in a long time or never looked at, i.e. tractors uh, and, and farm equipment. But uh, getting back to the children's events, you know, we got to track a kitty tractor pull. Uh, on, on Saturday. On Saturday. Uh, the kitty barrel rides, uh, which is really, really a, a neat thing. Uh, we're going to have uh, the... Uh, Fire fire department is going to help the kids uh, with a uh, show them how they put out a fire and let the kids use a, a garden hose. Oh, cool! Show them, showing how to do that. So we have a bounce house, so the kids. So 
When those parents leave, they're going to put those kids back in the back seat and they're going to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good uh, thing. That's we, we also are going to have a three-legged race, uh, penny scramble, uh, corn cornhole, and the, the pedal tractors are going to be on site for the kids to play with them. We've got some pretty cool pedal tractor Andy. implements. Oh my goodness. That the kids can pull around and wow. we've got a couple little wagons and a little square baler that a guy made and that the kids really seem to enjoy the pedal tractors. We also have a pedal tractor competition on Friday. We're trying to have both nights an actual or both days an event for the pedal tractors for the kids. Wonderful. And all of these activities are at no cost to the parents. Yeah. Okay. So basically, honestly, if you don't have a lot of money, you can take your kids out to this and have a good time and not spend any money if you don't have it. We it's like to free. say it doesn't break the bank. Exactly. No. Um, you, you know, your your cost would be food and drink if you want to have. That, that you know, is it. Eat, and that's it. So No, no admission. No parking no fee. No parking fee. <laughs> none of that. Everything is Fully wow. provided. That's fantastic. So um, this really is not so much a fundraiser for the Odd Fellows. It's we we hope to show a net <laughs> off of the uh, food sales food sales so that we can can help to continue with our charitable work in the community. Okay, but it's not. Not our true goal but with this. One of the things that we pride ourselves on is, as an odd fellow, as our lodge, is that we give back to the community. Uh, as an example, we uh, we have given scholarships out. Uh, we have uh, uh, the Rebecca's, which is our sister lodge. They do backpacks for the kids. They they. Uh, Work in are involved with a pack of backpacks. Oh, yep, yeah, definitely. Uh, we help in financial needs for families that uh, are struggling a little bit uh, uh, and need you know need a need need, need some a little help, ass assistance. Right? Uh, last year, we helped a family that was in need of an auto that we helped wow. help that that family uh, get that uh, uh, procure that auto. We do fruit fruit baskets for for the stay-at-homes uh, in the community at the Christmas time and uh, we also do what we call Christmas in Tyner uh, and we have a contest in Tyner for uh, the house that uh, projects the Christmas spirit the best. <laughs> now that sounds like a little bit of fun actually I, I, I like Christmas and I like Christmas lights. Yeah you do. Um, I, it's a little bit harder now at a, a little bit older age to be quite as creative as we have been in the past, especially when you live in a two-story house. I don't foresee us getting on the second story anymore, but you can still have some fun. So uh, that's a great opportunity, though, for families in the winter season to take a drive out to Tyner around Christmas time and check out the lights. Correct. And, and so see that. So the funds we raise, we try to put back into the community. So oh, that's it's, great. It's, that, it's a fundraiser, not for the lodge, but it's a fundraiser via the lodge into the community. Back for the community. Correct. Um, so tell our folks a little bit about the 
Odd Fellows, um, and specifically then the Tyner Lodge. I know there's a lodge down uh, between Argus and Culver, but let's talk about uh, specifically. Let's talk about your guys's lodge. Um, for folks who maybe don't know, what are the Odd Fellows? Well, the Odd Fellows is is it's a benevolent uh, uh, society uh, that uh, uh, was. Uh, created it's the oldest uh, fraternal organization in the world uh so it goes back that far uh in the united states it uh 1819 1819 so wow. a little bit after the, uh, the revolutionary war our lodge was started in i think 1910 1905 1905 and it was started by farmers for farmers so that they could get together and have uh uh, you know, an area where they could discuss or relax, stress-free, and uh, have a good time and a good night, you know, and then you go back out and work in the fields again. <laughs> the, the, the Odd Fellows today, though, are, we're not just a farmer organization and, okay. and never really have been completely farmer-oriented. Uh, they were more of a, some people call us the poor Masons. How's that sound? Oh. Uh, okay. We're, we're a working man's fraternal organization, which the the farmers fell under that. It just Tyner is a very agrarian area, so it it was started by a large percentage of agriculturalists. That, all that it, it it's a great uh, uh, you know organization, and obviously I think for the general public, you're very very well known for your fish fries which are another one of your fundraising uh, projects that you undertake. Yes. Um, and you have your own, you conduct your own fish fries, but then you go do fish fries for all kinds of different groups uh, yeah. around. So, And we, we always have attempted to keep our costs. We do have to charge the organization something, but we, we keep our costs very, very low uh, because it's all donated labor and, that stuff on our part and we we want them to make money so that they can be charitable and benevolent in their own rights mm -hmm. but we, we 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 manage costs but do not sacrifice quality and that's probably one of the reasons why we've been so successful in northern indiana of uh of putting on fish fries and with that in mind that the quality of our fish of our tractor show kind of rides on those coattails uh, as well. The quality is there. That's right? the one thing that you guys want to see. Now, I, I have to ask, you know, last weekend they were supposed to have a tractor show in downtown Plymouth, and a few tractors did show up uh, for the show, and then we had a terrible rain and storm that came through and actually raised havoc all over the area. Um were you guys anticipating coming to that show and maybe like handing out flower flyers to get some of those people to come to your show then this weekend? We got a lot of people last year from the show, and you know we do feel bad uh, for the for the uh, for the Plymouth Tractor Show the cancellation of it because we realize how hard it is to put on a show and starting months before of <laughs> so they really they really have our sympathy. Uh, one of the things we found is that there was a, a, a great many of the tractors there at that show last year that came to our show because we were a week a week after, which shows us that there is 
great opportunity to put on tractor shows mm -hmm. and that people don't get tired of it. Well, and unfortunately, because of the way the schedule works, I mean, they can't make up the downtown tractor show, so it's done. Um, so those of you who were planning to attend last weekend, now you have an opportunity to come and see another tractor show that's right here still local for you. So that's a good thing. Um, and it'll be just as fantastic of a show. Um, I don't I don't know how many tractors they normally get in the downtown area, but I, I'm going to guess that you guys are will have more tractors out there. Um, it's spread out a little bit more, and you've got obviously a lot more opportunities for uh, the kids to have some fun and run around and be out there too. So, well, that was one of the things that we 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 decided early on last year was, uh, you know, what is the structure that we want to put in place, and the structure was make it uh, kid friendly, child friendly, and include the whole family, and that's I think that's what we've done where we're a little bit different. The most of these other shows that, that go on and we're growing into one of the largest shows in northern indiana so you know it's been accepted uh, you're gonna have to find some more space next year well we've talked <laughs> we'll see that. <laughs> that's on the discussion table well you know we we should mention because um it's actually held at the tyner community building um so for folks who don't know exactly where Tyner is. It's out in the middle of nowhere. Um, uh, there might be an easy way to get there, but I'm not exactly sure uh, what that easiest way to get there is. Well, Maybe we, you guys can help us. Yeah, we have put out many signs. Uh, we put them on Route 6. We put them on Old 31. We put them down south. We put them west of here, uh, pointing towards where Tyner is. We're at... Uh, uh, in Tyner itself, we're at the community building, which is uh, attached to the uh, fire department in uh, downtown uh, Tyner, if you can call it that. And uh, uh, the address is 4836 French Street. Again, that's 4836 French Street. So you can put that in your phone's GPS and it'll get you there. It, absolutely, um, it will. You know, uh, 46563, which is the zip code if they had to use that so uh it's it's easy to get to it might seem to it's a you know people that live in tyner like to call it the hidden gym uh the oyster in the agrarian sea <laughs> there you go <laughs> uh any more adjectives i can do i'll try but uh uh we're we're again we're we're really excited and and let me say this i probably said it last week but we are so thankful that uh, we have friends like WTCA that support us, that uh, we can't say enough of, of your help, that uh, you really help us uh, in the success uh, of, our, of our tractor show. So thank well, you for that. And obviously to put on a show like this that is free of cost for everybody, except for your food purchases, um, you have to have sponsors. So obviously, um, we need to take a minute and make sure that we thank the sponsors yeah, we'd, uh, we'd, that have done that. Yeah, we'd like to uh, we'd like to uh, uh, recognize those sponsors. We have uh, categories of of, uh, of uh, sponsorship, and uh, the highest would be the VIP, and then we go down into the bronze, and then we go into the special uh, the special. Uh, uh, 
help uh, recognition. But just as an example, and I'll, I'll mention some here, in the silver area, we have stone excavation. Appreciate that. Bain Welker equipment. They've also donated uh, some toys. Uh, Oliver Ford, with their, uh, uh, they're bringing some, uh, two, two of the new electric trucks uh, that they have, as well as free ice cream. Uh, Best One Tire, Edward Jones. Uh, Nicholas Luke from Knox, Indiana. Uh, uh, Bellman Oil, uh, Just In Time Plumbing, Ferguson, uh, Ameriprise. This is the second year that they've supported us. Uh, Richard Parker uh, Accounting Firm, uh, Pippinger Reynolds, uh, D. Miller Implements uh, out of Bourbon, which they, uh, uh, if you have, uh, looking for parts uh, for antique tractors or equipment or whatever the case may be, he has those. Mm. Uh, Smith Farm Store out of uh, not only Knox is where they're headquartered, but out of uh, uh, Plymouth as well. Yep. Uh, Pilgrim Angus and D.A. Dodd. And then I'll let... Uh, uh, our, our, our gold level sponsors are Jeff and Rhonda Herford, Collins and Company, KSF Farms, Carl Falstitch, Kankakee Marsh Hunt Club, McAllister Equipment Rental, Ozinga Concrete, Beacon Credit Union, First Source Bank, and Viking Paper Corp. And then our VIP uh, is... Great Heart Seed from Paris, Illinois, the Higginbotham family. They've been our largest donor both years. We really appreciate them as we appreciate any and all support for our show. We, we could not financially do what we have done without their assistance. Uh, that's Yeah, without sponsors, um, this show or the Blueberry Festival, though these kinds of events just don't happen uh, with fun. It needs sponsors to help make it possible. It would not happen. Um, and and the, the wonderful part is that, you know, you're going to have these activities for kids to do, and there's no cost to participate on those activities, which makes that great for families. And so because of those sponsors, you're able to do that kind of stuff. So it, it, it's wonderful that you have a lot of companies that have stepped up to help you guys out. I know um, one of the other things that you guys are going to have going on uh, during the show this weekend coming up is you're going to have some raffles. We are. We're going to have a gun raffle. Uh, tickets are $10. The value of the, of the raffle is $850. Uh, and uh, uh, we have a local... Uh, uh, store here in Plymouth that uh, has helped us, uh, and they will be the area that you can uh, talk to them about what you want. Oh, wonderful! Eight hundred and fifty dollars a number. We we have a featured gun uh, that we are raffling off, but if the individual does not want that gun, they they will allow you to. Exchange it for another gun mm -hmm. of like or greater value. Uh, there is no cash prize to this. Right. Uh, we are just selling a limited amount of tickets. Uh, 
And now you will also have some door prizes. Correct. For folks who are coming in. And you'll actually come in through a tented area like? Yes. You you will receive a show flyer. uh, And attached to that show flyer will be a ticket coupon. And throughout the day, we will be drawing door prizes for the participants that are there. Uh, You need to be present to win obviously one of those okay uh the the gun raffle you do not need to be present to win that we will be taking your name and phone number and that's and we will contact you and we will contact you if you are the winner <laughs> and one of the things that we don't want to be remiss about is that famous uh dj that goes <laughs> all over uh, the marshall county <laughs> oh yeah uh, rusty yeah <laughs> Rusty's going to be there, and yes. he's got some prizes oh, that I got he's going to give away. Oh, I got a bunch of stuff will be given away. Um, too, so people can listen and come out to the tractor show and pick up their prizes from him right there at the tractor show. Yep. Um, and you're also going to have a silent auction going on, too. Yes, we, we have a donated antique piece of farm machinery. It is a horse-drawn cultivators, a walk-behind cultivator is what it is. It belonged to the grandfather of one of our lodge members. And we refurbished it a little bit. It it is just a lawn ornament, is what it is. There's nothing so, the matter with that. But it, there will be a story attached to that, and which on a lot of these tractors, folks, there there's a story behind them. Uh, whether it's a family tractor or, and that stuff will be out there. Just if you come, take time to. Uh, Try and read about some of these tractors. Some of them are pretty, pretty important to the uh, owner. Um, I would say that they're most most of them will be that they have some very sentimental values um, to them. So, you know. Now let's see. The tractors will be older than nineteen seventy nine. Nine. I graduated from high school in nineteen seventy eight. Well, well, you could come to our tractors. There you <laughs> go. You're yeah. eligible. I'm I'm not an antique. I'm a classic. Okay. There's well, a difference. Things, and, and let me just re, uh, reemphasize that. A lot of those tractors are still being used on the farm. Right now, today. Today. Yeah. So you'll, you'll see them in all kinds of conditions. Correct. Some will be show tractors um, that are just strictly for going out to shows. Um, but others are, are working tractors. And I know um, some of the tractors that will be at your show, I mean, they're they're driving these down the road to get to your show even. So um, let's see. That's how mine will get there. <laughs> so And mine are all working tractors on the farm. Load-in starts, basically it starts tomorrow morning, early yeah. tomorrow morning. Um, but the, And then the show opens up. At 2 p.m., on Friday. On Friday. And goes until when? 8 p.m. Okay. And then Saturday looks like? 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. p.m. for the show hours. And if somebody can't get their tractor there on Friday, there's still an opportunity to bring a tractor on Saturday. We would like on Saturday morning the tractors to have arrived prior to 9 a.m., but we, we probably wouldn't turn somebody away if they showed up at 9.30 or 10. But we will be there at 6 in the morning. We will be there at <laughs> 6 in the morning. So that they can start unloading uh, on Saturday at 6 in the morning. And they can have some breakfast then after they get unloaded. Yeah. So that's a good thing. Another you know, farm breakfast. There you go. 
one other thing I know that we haven't mentioned is there will be some ice cream there. If I believe the hit and miss engine, one of them is going to be making ice cream. So we will have ice cream available Friday and Saturday. Fantastic. And I don't think there's a cost of that, is it? Uh, we are just asking for donations for the ice okay. cream. You come and get a bowl of ice cream. There's going to be a bucket there. And if you want to donate, can wonderful. If you can't afford to donate, we understand Enjoy that the too. Ice cream. Enjoy, Enjoy the, the ice cream. Exactly. Well, it sounds like you guys have it all under control. <laughs> we hope so. <laughs> we'll let you know next year. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and so when do you start then planning for next year? Uh, we started in January this year. Oh, planning for next year. So it, it's, a, it's six months of... Yeah. work to get One these the shows put together is that we don't want to become a blueberry festival uh, <laughs> it looks like this uh, yeah. this planning is is uh is uh coming along in in kind of that road that <laughs> hopefully <laughs> not hopefully not yeah, right. <laughs> well we we're just excited that it's back again for another year um if people want to come out uh look for the signs get on six or get on 30. 30 to Plymouth LaPorte Trail or north on Queen Road, there's signage. It, if, if you want to spend a great day out in the country, come, come on, bring your family. Come You're going to have a great show. time. Definitely. It so. sounds like a wonderful time. Yep. All right, guys. Well, thanks thank for you coming very in. much. Thanks for the time. We appreciate your guys' support. Very good. And thank we'll you. see you next year. You betcha. Rusty, we'll see you Saturday. We'll see you guys Saturday, yeah. Um, What time do you want me there, by the way? I forgot to ask. You want to be there at 6? For the biscuits and gravy? (laughs) Stammering a little bit there, Rusty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 6 is, is, yeah. yeah. A little early for Saturday morning. You can come whenever you want. All right, man. I will. Uh, He's still stammering. I, 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 I will. I will arrive. Uh, I will arrive at some point. Thank, thank you very Thanks much. All. Thank you guys. Thanks, guys. All right, we've got uh, something to give away here. Okay. Too, so uh, let's do that. I've got state fair. Ah, so, uh, very good. Got four tickets to the state fair, and uh, let me. I forgot to grab my dice. Did you find your fancy spirit no, I dice didn't. yet? No, I didn't. I Have you taken the time to look for it? I'm kind of afraid to. <laughs> okay. I'm kind of afraid of where I'm going to find them. Caller number... Oh, and it spins and you right lost off the, the dice. Caller number four for four tickets to the state uh, fair. If you want something from us in the last 30 days, please give somebody else a shot. But caller number four, five seven four nine three six four zero nine six. Five seven four nine three six four zero nine six. Caller four. Hey, Davy. Guess what's happening on Saturday, July thirtieth? What? Try to guess. Art booths, live music, food booths, and free kids activities like balloon art, face painting, and much more. I know. It's the Art and Discreet Festival. That's right. It'll be in downtown Plymouth from ten a.m. to three p.m. Can I get a balloon animal? Sure. And food? Yes. And hear live music? You bet. And I will find some unique art from Indiana artists. What if we need more info? Just go to heartlandartgallery.com. Art in your street on July 30th in downtown Plymouth? I can't wait! 
your Indiana State Fair is back. And thanks to our friends at the Hoosier Lottery, we're bringing back the best concert value of the summer with 18 days of free concerts on the Hoosier Lottery free stage. Check out our concert lineup at indianastatefair.com and register to win my lottery VIP giveaways, including front row seats to the biggest shows. We'll see you at your favorite summer tradition, your Indiana State Fair. Want a chance to be the Powerball first millionaire of the year? Enter eligible non-winning Powerball tickets for your chance to win. Plus, three Hoosier Lottery players will win a VIP trip to New York City. Enter today from the Hoosier Lottery. Imagine that. Play responsibly. Are you looking for a new hauler for trash removal? Call Apex Waste. Large or small, we'll take your call. When you choose Apex Waste, there's no long-term contracts, no hidden fees, and no taxes. What we say is what you pay. Apex Waste is a local family-owned company that is dedicated to reliable, friendly service. Call Apex Waste at 574-896-APEX. That's 574-896-2739. Or visit us online at apexwaste.net. inside your head something you imagine or feel then all you need is a paintbrush or just a little clay and suddenly your daydreams become real make 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 your own art make 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 your own art you're tuned to FM 106.1 and AM 1050 WTCA in Plymouth, Indiana. And what's your opinion? Phone lines are open at 574-936-4096. So call now and join the fun. Now here's Kathy and Rusty. And we're back. I didn't get a name. A winner. Oh. So he, he told me something else, but he didn't tell me that. Okay. I can't even remember what he just told me. But yeah. yeah, he told me something else. Oh, I know what he told me. Oh, we have Anna Kitzman in with us. She is president of the Heartland Artists. Good morning, Anna. Good morning. Oh, I guess I should. I also forgot to turn on your mic. There we go. That's much better. Good morning, Ah, everybody. There we go. go. (laughs) So, Anna, this is a busy weekend. We just had the Mm. Tyner Oddfellows in with their tractor show that's coming up on Friday evening and Saturday. Um, but the Heartland Artist Gallery, they are getting ready for their 8th annual uh, Arts in the Street event going on this Saturday in downtown Plymouth. Those guys were really excited about the weather. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure you're excited about the weather, oh, yeah. too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> it's always this week, and it kind of comes down to all that planning and you're Here holding we are. your breath. Yeah, and sometimes, and I'm always afraid to look. Like, I don't even usually, it's Indiana, you know? Like, I could look last week, and it's not going to matter, you know? And so, yeah, I did finally look last night, and I was like, okay, I, I feel good. I think we can do this. I think we can do this, yeah. So. <laughs> and it actually looks really good. I mean, like, comfortable. Yes, not for too July. hot. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. So let's talk a little bit about the Art in the Street event that's going to be happening on Saturday. Mm -hmm. Uh, First off, what time does it start? So we will be getting started at 10 a.m. and we will go until 3 p.m. So it's a quick uh, five hours, um, but lots to pack in. I was going to say, and if you're coming downtown, you're going to find the street closed off way before 
10 yes. o'clock in the morning. Oh, yeah. The cl- this, and in fact, that's what I did this morning before I came here. I walked around and I hung our lovely bright yellow <laughs> no parking signs. Um, so, yes, if you are someone who likes to come into town early <laughs> Saturday morning, especially for the maybe for the farmer's market, um, Michigan Street and Garrow are not ideal spots to park. So 5 a.m. will be closing the streets um, and then they'll be closed to 5 p.m. Okay, so if you happen to live downtown, mm. up above some of the stores, uh, that's another place that yes. don't park on Michigan Street mm-hmm. tonight. Yeah, yeah, and I know that a couple years ago we had to, we did have to get tow some a car. To, yeah. yeah, I think they might have been visitors, so they didn't know. But we're trying to be a little bit better about getting the word out a little bit earlier about that. So Very good. yeah, <laughs> but the the fun all starts at ten o'clock in the morning. So let's talk a little bit about what people can expect find and see in downtown Plymouth so I like to say it's art music food and fun right okay. so those those four main ideas um, but the art of course that's I think that that's what is probably the biggest draw um, so we have a lot of artists this year um, eight years ago I think we started off with just our Heartland members and now we are attracting artists from all across the state and across the region um, and so we have about, I think when I was on here a couple weeks ago, I think I said I had like 17 new artists and I told you I will get more and sure enough, I do. Um, we have uh, 21 new artists um, that have signed up since then. And so I'm really excited about that because we're seeing um, some really cool new uh, medium. So we have um, probably in total, we're going to have about 36 booths and a couple of our artists have even teamed up. So some of those booths will have more than one artist. Um, so I think we could even look at, I mean, in total, probably close to 40 artists for for this. And that's usually like what we get for our juried exhibits and stuff like that. So this is, it's a really good number. Um, but anyway, yeah, you'll be, you'll, when, you, when you come, like you'll find that, that we'll have art booths um, all along Michigan Street. And they will be all going all the way down to Washington and all the way down to Laporte with some food and stuff sprinkled in the middle. Um, so we have um, artists who are doing anything from painting. Uh, so selling their paintings like acrylic paintings, watercolors, um, you know, so if you're looking for something, some good artwork for your for your home or for a gift, um, there is going to be there are going to be plenty of artists that are offering um, that medium. And then, there, of course, there are some artists who are offering paintings and maybe some other things that, you know, so there's some mixed uh, mediums in there um, and then maybe mixed media, which is different. So it's like, you know, a piece where you have multiple mediums um, that make up one piece. And so there's just, oh my gosh, the variety. And then of course we have, you know, beyond painting, we have um, uh, woodworking this year. We have a woodworker oh, coming, wow, really okay. excited. Um, uh, Fons Rosas is going to be there. Um, we have um, potters. Of course, uh, ceramicists um, coming in and uh, selling some of their beautiful pieces, which those are always they're functional art, right? So yes. typically, some are sculptural, but a lot of them are functional. So that that's always um, a great gift. I like to tell people um, for yourself or for others. And um, we have um, uh, jewelry artists. We have a new jewelry artist um, coming from Bremen. He was one of the newest add-ons, and he makes uh, these gorgeous rings out of old coins and uh, old silverware and they're sterling silver and they are and they're heavy and it's you know like you think about those spoon wrap 
rings. Yes, I it's, remember those back. Those in the are day. cool. This is not that. Okay, <laughs> this is it. yeah. He's taken it a little step further. This is like really, really, um, very true craftsmanship. I think. Um, and I got to, I got to see, I got to hold some rings in my hand. They're very heavy. They're just really cool. I'm excited for him to join us. Um, we also have a tie dye artist this year, so that's different. Um, we have um an artist who creates steamwork steampunk style lamps so he'll be having a really interesting display going on i'm excited for for him to join us and then um of course we'll have some stained glass we'll have um uh even some well not super crafty but you know people creating things like like beautiful artistic wreaths and things like that Mm -hmm. Um, they're kind of a little bit more decorative and functional so um and then of course we have our uh favorite caricaturist mark daniels so if you want to come by and check out some of his work, and I he usually brings some of his paintings too, which are awesome. He does these cool birds, uh, bird paintings. Um, but yeah, if you want a fun, you know, sketch caricature uh-huh. of you and maybe your friend or your kids or something like that, definitely pop over by his booth. Wonderful. Yeah. Um, now, I, I do see your name on the list of artists. Yeah. So what will you have? So um, my mom... Nancy Schmelter is a jewelry artist and she is having a booth, Mermaid Jewelry. Um, I am going to throw in some of my jewelry pieces in with her booth as well. I've been working on jewelry over the last year. We had a jewelry pop up a couple months ago and it's one of those uh, mediums that I love. It's a little bit more um, instant gratification for me Uh because the other mediums that I work on are really time consuming. So (laughs) I can still get creative and actually finish a piece like (laughs) Within a reasonable amount of time. Um, so I have a few pieces that are going to be in there. I've had some in the gallery now for a few months and they've been doing really well. So I thought I will try my hand at the festival a little bit. So how did your mom get started in on the jewelry? jewelry? Oh, yes. man, how did she get started? She's just always been a really creative, artistic person. She was in graphic design for a really long time. She can do just about any medium. Um, she just kind of has that natural talent and so I think specific like I remember her really getting into jewelry probably about 14 15 years ago um, when she had to do some fundraising for um, uh, one of the local organizations here in town and so she decided to start creating jewelry to give to charity and that just Ah. sort of kind of got her going and so actually all of her pieces do go to charity she does not um have an income from her wow Mm -hmm. interesting yeah so that's kind of cool that's my mom yeah (laughs) there'll be a variety of things and some of the artists will actually be creating yeah um, while they're out on the street that's true we have um we have several of our artists who i know who will be um you know kind of maybe live creating at their booth so you can watch them while they're creating ask them questions that's one of the best parts about having a festival i think is that you know not only you're just walking around and maybe shopping a little bit but you know these are pieces that are created you know by these individuals they're not you know mass produced things necessarily you know you're not going to find it at you know, at, at your, maybe like at your local big box store or something like that. Mm-hmm. But um, you might find them at small boutiques. But for the most part, you know, you, even if you find them at a small boutique, you don't meet the artist necessarily. So this is a really cool opportunity to learn um, from the artist one on one, you know, what their process is or how they evolved as an artist, what their journey has been. So that's, you know, learning people's stories um, is always a really you, you get to connect with the art a little bit better you know if you have 
children who might mm. have that artistic, mm-hmm. uh, you see some talent there yeah. and you kind of want to grow that talent, this mm-hmm. would be a great show yeah. to bring them to. Definitely. Uh, because they would get to see such a broad spectrum mm-hmm. uh, of what's available for them to play around with. Definitely. You know, yeah, if you have children who love to... Um, to love to draw or who love to paint. There are those artists who you can talk to or have your kids talk to and ask them questions. Um, there, there are also artists who, you know, like we talked about, the potters, you know, people who like to do uh, more of those three-dimensional pieces. Um, kids love doing that too. Um, so there, you know, there, there will be those opportunities to talk to them and learn and the kids can see, oh, you know, this could be a career for me or this could just be a, a wonderful lifelong hobby that I know that I can continue to do you know um, in many chapters ahead I was going to say that's the one thing with art I mean you typically it is a lifelong it is. Uh, ability mm-hmm. it's not like um, some other uh, athletic things that people get involved in and mm-hmm. then the older they get yep. they can't do it so much exactly it becomes art, a lot more limiting yes mm-hmm. It kind of goes on for a longer time. It does. And, you know, plenty of our artists actually didn't start off young. You know, they they were able to get into their art, um, you know, maybe in their late 40s or 50s, maybe once the kids left the house or they retired and they were finally able to take some time to always learn something that... Um, that they've always found intriguing. And, you know, they've always had that creative streak, but not quite figured out how to do it. Um, you know, the Heartland artists are really good about helping out with that. By the way, we teach classes. Yes. Slow plug. <laughs> uh, and, and not just, you teach adult classes and children's we classes. We do, we do. So oh. yeah, if you're interested and you're in that, you know, you've always wanted to learn, um, come to the festival, walk around. And you know what you, the cool thing is, is we have our Heartland artists who are, many of them are going to be on hand too. A lot of them are volunteering. A lot of them will have their work um, in a booth too. So, you know, you can talk to them also about like, well, you know, how did you get to be an artist? Like, how did you, you know, where did you start? Because sometimes people just want to know how to start. You know, that's I that first do step. It, but I just don't know where to go. Exactly. How to do this. Yeah. So. What's the first step? So that's a really good question to ask if you're talking to an artist. Very good. Mm-hmm. So lots of different kind of visual art things that yep. you can purchase and, mm-hmm. and, and that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I say visual because you also are going to have entertainment that right. is visual arts too. That's true. And that's why we changed the name a few years back to arts in the street because, you know, we want to make sure that people understand that, you know, art takes many different forms. Um, because I think, I do think that sometimes when people say art, uh, they think visual, uh-huh. they think paintings, you know, that, that there's just kind of this very linear, linear, you know, view of that, um, if you're not as exposed to it, right. And so that's kind of part of the process here. We want to ex- continue to expose people to the arts plural um so that includes music that includes food you know there are so many ways that we can be creative and be artistic and so yeah we have um the music um is and the performance i should say because it's not just singing and and playing music but we have some dancers uh that will be joining us again this year and so every hour on the hour so at 10 11 and then 11 30 i should say noon one and two we will have um you know six different performances so uh, we'll start off at 10 a.m with um a band a local band a young a group of young guys called this homemade conspiracy um it used to be uh, the dylan hall band or 
maybe we just called it Dylan Hall's band. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, anyway, they've changed that. They now have um, uh, their their new band, this homemade conspiracy. Um, and by the way, if you go to our Facebook page, you'll be able to see the list of the musicians, um, and you should be able to click on them, and it'll take you to their Facebook pages or you know um, places where you can kind of get a little taste for what it is the, um, that you know that they do. Um, and then at eleven thirty, we have Expressions Dance Studio. They're going to be performing. Um, with with their with their wonderful students, it's always exciting to see what uh, what they've got to offer. You know, they compete, and you know they just do a really really great job. Nikki Pittman does an awesome job. Um, at eleven thirty, we will have the Zone Core Center Dance Group uh, performing, and uh, I think a, a lot of folks, if you're familiar with dance around town, are familiar with Musette Cartwright, and Definitely. that is her group. Um, so, th- you know, they always do amazing job too. And, you know, another group of competitors, they're just, uh, you know, just serious dancers. It's, we're really excited to see what they've got to perform for us this year. Um, and then at noon, we'll have Nate Crawford. Um, he is a local artist um, and Plymouth grad. Um, he, uh, I always have to give Nate a little shout out because he is a Heartland Artist member and he really does help um organize the music part of the festival so he's uh, just been a huge help this year um so he he's like he's he's helping organize the music <laughs> he's performing and he has a booth at the festival so he is multi-dimensional yes. and uh definitely so grateful to have him on my team so um yeah so needs at noon um at one o'clock doug harsh he plays guitar definitely go and check out his work um if you go to facebook uh, if you go to Facebook, um, his last name is spelled H-A-R-S-C-H, Doug Harsh. Um, he's great. He'll just, you know, just real nice laid back, you know, um, performance um, to expect from him. And then at two, we're really excited. We have um, Brett Westcons coming uh, into town to perform for us. And if you are not familiar with Brett, another homegrown. Yes, he is. Performer, um, Plymouth High School grad. He graduated a couple years after me, so I grew up with him. I know him and his family. I'm really excited to have him back. But he just came out with a new album this month um, called Late Plumer. And uh, he's going to, I'm sure, going to be performing some of uh, his new, maybe some new music, but he's got some good um, stuff uh, that he's, you know, been writing for and playing, performing for a few years now. So Brett Wiscons, um, yeah, check him out. Go, he's got a website, you know, he's, he's like the real deal, he's right? He's big time. Yeah, he's big time. So <laughs> um, we're excited to see. So he's going to close out the show uh, for us, close out the fest for us, which, which is it's going to be an interesting strategic, you know, thing. I'm excited to see Nate, Nate put this all together. So um, I think it's going to be just, I don't know, a fantastic day. Really good music and performance. Um, entertainment, there'll be a stage area that people yep. will be able to yeah. see. So, yeah. In fact, they should be able to see it. I bought this giant red inflatable arch. <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully it'll be pretty noticeable. But um, they're going to, we actually did move some things around this year um before we always kind of had the stage down by the reese and then we had the art down by washington street Mm -hmm. this year we've kind of mixed things around a little bit and i'm we're putting the stage on garrow kind of by the um by the museum okay and uh so that will be there and give people to an area at the the intersection there to sit enjoy because then the food will be really close by and then we'll also continue to have the art booths down by the reese and the gallery as well Mm -hmm. as all the way down on Michigan, or excuse me, on Michigan at Washington. So 
it'll be kind of spread all the way out. And then we have some fun stuff that goes down the middle too that um, I, I'll definitely talk about next. But yeah, so the, the music will be right there, right, right in the center. So should people who maybe want to come and enjoy some of the music, should they bring their own lawn chairs? Yes. Okay. Yes. That is, uh, you know, we're getting to the point where we cannot provide seating for hundreds As and hundreds people. of people. Yeah. yeah. Especially if you really want to come and music is your thing. Right. So mm-hmm. um, you're planning on doing maybe more music listening than, you know, maybe walking around the uh, art booth or something like that. Or maybe you're dividing and conquering. You know, one of you is going to the art booth. The other one is sitting and watch, listening to music. Bring a lawn chair. Bring your folding camping chair or whatever. Okay. Those light, nice lightweight ones. And um, you'll be more comfortable that way. For sure. Very good. Yeah. So let's talk about some of the other things. I know you used to have like a kid's area. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... We kind of, it's kind of an area, but it's also kind of like there are little, well, I'm calling them arts experiences, right? Because they are for kids, but they're for anybody. You know, if you want to come and make something, you are more than welcome to do it. Um, I think a lot of it is kind of geared for kids. But at the same time, you know, we want everyone to try their hand at something new. So I did um, come up with... um, a couple of things that I felt were you know, kind of transcended all ages. And the first thing is called, a, it's a weaving loom, right? Oh. Um, if You know, you just kind of take a piece of fabric and you go in and out of the strings, right? Up and down, up and down. Mm-hmm. And I made a really big one. It's five feet by five feet. And I wanted to be kind of like, I had this vision of it being like a community you know, collaborative project. So you can come and you can pick out your color and you just start weaving. And it's just, it's fun. I think you'll see that actually I made it in my garage. You can, people can kind of take a look at it. I'd use some scrap wood and some screws, you know, and some, some string. And these are things that, you know, you can kind of throw together, you know, with a lot of just basic supplies too. You don't have to spend an arm and a leg Mm -hmm. for a lot of these things. You can use so many materials as well. You can use you know, plastic grocery bags, you can use, you know, all different things that, you know, whatever, however creative you want to get. But I do try to do things that are collaborative in nature, but at the same time, accessible for everybody, because art should be accessible. Um, And so that's an opportunity for people to come. I don't know where it's going to end up when it's done. (laughs) I have some ideas because there's a lot of, um, you know, blank slates around town. Um, Not outside necessarily because this is a fabric project but indoors um so we'll see um what happens with that and we'll see if we can even fill it you know to the i mean five feet by five feet is pretty big and you do kind of scrunch the fabric so it does get smaller Um, but you know we have latino fest coming up we have the um the library festival (laughs) coming up so i'm like you know maybe i'll just travel around for a little bit it's lightweight so (laughs) um so anyway besides the loom we have um some other things that are like i considered them pretty accessible too but um we're gonna do some water painting which i know may not sound it's not watercolor painting it's a little different but i found there's um it's a type of paper that is used for practicing Chinese calligraphy and you take your um, you know you just take a wet brush and you just you practice your calligraphy Uh, but you can you know you can paint pictures you can do all sorts of things and then within a few minutes it disappears and dries and so you can just come and play and it's soothing I have all different brush sizes so people can see, oh, what does this brush do? And what does that brush do? You know, this brush does something totally different than that brush does. Hmm. Um, And then, you know, it's kind of, it's also reusable and it's not very messy and you don't need anything except a brush, a water, and then this type of paper, paper. um, which is not expensive. 
So wow. um, if anybody's interested in how to get it, what to do with it, I have that information. So um, so those kinds of things. Um, we also have, um, we're going to be doing some, just some making uh, bracelets. We had some beads donated um, by a, a friend's mother this year who passed away. And she she loved making, you know, jewelry and things like that. And mm-hmm. so we're trying to figure out great ways to use these beads. And um, I, she, she loved kids. And so we figured this will be a really great way to use those beads. Um, so we're going to make some stretchy bracelets. And I mean, beads, there are beads that have, you know, they're really colorful and other ones are like basketballs and baseballs. So all kids can come in and maybe enjoy, you know, making something fun like that. Um, And then we have, uh, we're going to do some chalk art. There's going to be a whole chalk art area. And, um, but then there are some other things like we have, I hired face painters this year. I'm really excited because, you know, we've kind of turned a corner in our We've received some wonderful donations this year, and I thought it was time for us to step it up in the face painting department. <laughs> we have a rep to protect. <laughs> so it's going to be some fancy face painting. Yeah, these out. are going to be good. And, you know, the thing is, is, you know, our artists are very capable. I mean, like, they've done a wonderful job. But I also needed them for volunteers in other places. And so I thought, you know, we can, that, that's a really time-consuming, and we need a lot of volunteers to do that. And I thought, you know, what better you know decision to make i think than to hire some professionals who know just how to whip it out you know like they can just like they do it go all the through time. these kids yep. really quick they know what to do and um and, and just to kind of create that nice steady turnaround um that they they just you know that's what they that's their profession so i'm really excited to have them that's the arty people um they're from uh, the mishawaka area um if i recall and then we will be having oh our fa- one of our favorite people coming back um her name is jill nip with twist and smile balloons and so she does create those really wacky balloon animals and shapes and then um is just a hilarious entertainer in and of herself she will (laughs) just just sit there and watch her and listen to her she's she's so funny yeah so i'm really excited to have her and you know oh i should say that the all of these arts experiences and the stuff for the kids this is free you know, we want to make That's sure that, that this is, again, accessible to the to the public. Um, so definitely, you know, if, if um, you have some kids that you know will just have such a great time um, and you want to expose them to a little bit of art and some fun, that t- Saturday is the day to bring them down for sure. I would definitely say so. Yeah. Um, I, I believe I, if when you were here last time, we talked about some oh yeah oh that's right yes yes the um growing kids (laughs) growing kids learning center um you know we have nonprofits and other organizations that like to come and be part of the festival and so i am fine i love that you know i really want people to as many people who want to be a part of it come but i do if they are not an arts organization i do have them provide an activity because it is an art festival so um growing kids is going to be cookie decorating this year and I have a feeling they're going to be very busy. That should be <laughs> I hope they're prepared. <laughs> yeah. In fact, I actually went into um, Barry's, you know, the new ice cream yes. place. And I was like, you know, you're new here. Are you ready for Saturday? Cause you have ice cream and that's a big deal. So oh, it'll be huge. <laughs> and it's going to be fantastic weather on Saturday. It so that's is. Gonna work out yeah. Wonderful. I do know that Barry's is going to be setting up a little, area outside their shop so i'm excited for that um i guess we're talking about food now yes we should (laughs) definitely seems like we're on the food um train so we do have um a few of our food trucks coming back um we have craven 
food truck, uh, which is a, like a street taco food truck, except she does fusion style tacos. So you might get like a it's Vietnamese that art thing it going is. on. It's so creative, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, you can. I mean, you. I think you can do a lot of things with a taco. Um, I think yes. it's like ice cream tacos, you know what I mean? I guess it's just, you make, you make it what you want, but I, they are really, really good. And if you're, you know, if definitely if you're, uh, uh, a creative person and you're an adventurous eater, that would definitely be something I would try. Um, we have, of course, Chubby Buddies barbecue coming back because barbecue is an art. I, it, it I think it is. It truly is. Our yeah. food is, is an, art. an art. Absolutely. Yeah. That's uh-huh. the, the culinary arts, right? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, and I think, you know, just barbecue in itself, the sauce, right? There's constantly, you hear of, like, contests. Oh, yes. You know, barbecue um, contests. And so, you know, I think that there is an art to that for sure. So definitely, if you're in a barbecue, come on down and try the Chubby Buddies. And then um, we have Daisy's Tacos. So kind of going back to tacos, but Daisy's Tacos are authentic. So those are those authentic Mexican tacos, and they are delicious so we're so excited to have her back again this year um but i do like to talk about the fact that you know i don't try to get a ton of food trucks at this festival because we're right downtown and we have our you know our favorite neighborhood food places that um you know offer wonderful uh i mean you could carry out you could go in and sit so you know you have opies you have yolanda's you have the brass rail i already mentioned berries right you have the french Mm -hmm. press which is right over by the gallery too. They've got sandwiches and salads. So, um, you know, definitely pay all those folks a visit too if you're if you're in town because we want to make sure that they're that they're reaping some of the benefits of this festival. And too. the other the retail stores will be open. Absolutely, so, you know, you'll be yeah. able to shop too while you're down. That's right. Yeah. In fact, I was popped into a couple shops and I've been talking to some shop owners over the last couple of weeks, and they are they're prepared. They're ready. I, they're very excited. I know. I'd almost like to see some of them pull a couple of racks out front. I think that they are. Most of the ones that I talked to said that they're going to have like a little table, a little something out there, which I think is a great idea, you know, because people are already out walking around and then they see it, you know, in the midst of everything. Mm -hmm. And I will say the booths before, um, the art booths at the festival, you know, we kind of had those lined up along the median. We have pushed everything out um, to the sidewalks, but it won't be blocking any of the entrances or anything like that. Mm -hmm. You'll be able to actually kind of even closer maybe... You know, zigzag back and, and forth yes. <laughs> yeah, between. Well, you, may, yeah, you might, might want to go inside and cool off for a little bit. That is true. Out, that so, is very yeah. true. So you never know. And you know, there's like we have like several new clothing stores downtown. Yes, so, we do. Like cute little boutiques. So that you know, we don't have aside from the tie got tie dye guy. Uh, that if you need to get some you know clothes, clothes shopping in, then there. that is uh, a great day to come down. Clothes, jewelry, pottery, art. Food? It's like perfect food. Music. <laughs> yes. Uh, one of the other food um, things that we haven't mentioned is the Reese Theater. Oh, yes. So they will be, of course, having their popcorn because, you know, it's appropriate. It kind of goes yeah. with the theater. <laughs> it kind of goes. So, um, yes. you know, if you haven't even been down by the Reese, just even in the last couple of weeks, they're just making just tremendous changes yes. just recently. So the, I think the doors went on like a day or two ago and that's, they're finally not boarded up, you know, with pot, with oh, particle boards. So you can see, that. yeah, oh. they're, they're looking good. I don't think they're finished, finished, but, but they're there, mm-hmm. right. They look good. Um, like that, old, that art deco, you know, it's with those so half much moons. better than the plywood. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. 
definitely i appreciate them getting that up um in time for the festival but um and then of course on the you know on the uh, laporte side of the building you have those awesome like vintage style Mm -hmm. you know movie poster signs um that are just gorgeous and they just totally transform that whole brick wall um so yeah we i'm excited for people to kind of get a glimpse i don't know to the to what extent they're um they're offering glimpses just yet but i do know that you'll probably anybody who goes down will get an idea of where they're at in their project so because it's clocks a ticking it certainly is. it's almost october so we're really excited and we're and you know we're so happy that they could um you know they're busy so they're gonna serve some popcorn and be part of the festival that's fantastic yeah now if you're eating all this food you might want to wash it down with a little something oh yeah so we are um, offering our highly popular beer and wine tent again this year um i think that that was a major catalyst to our success (laughs) like prior like 2018 2019 um so it's back um opie's is going to be um i I just love that Jim has this bar on wheels. I don't know if most people know this, but he just gets to, he rolls it straight out from his doors right onto the sidewalk. Um, We rope it off, of course. It's, you know, we have a lot of laws that we have to follow. And then um, Heartland Artists will be serving wine. So kind of a little side fundraiser. I think we're going to like make money, but on it, but at the same time, it's just fun. You know, we art and wine go great together, of course. And this, you know, there's the art, wine making, the beer, it is beer making. Yeah, that's right. I mean, it's definitely taken on its own um, creative form over this past maybe decade or two. So we're really excited for Opie's to join us again this year. And then we have a new um, uh, company joining us. This is a little different, but um, it's Indiana Whiskey Company. Oh. And they are um, going to be do- offering some tastings of their, um, you know, their distilled. I think they have a whole bunch of like different types of things that they're working oh, on yeah. all the time. Um, they were at the beer fest and they had they? some really interesting uh, <laughs> yeah. flavors. Uh-huh. Yes. I'm, I'm a whiskey guy. Yeah, so, I like yeah. whiskey too. So yeah. I told him, I, I was like, I was really lo- looking forward, especially it being an Indiana whiskey, you know, like we mm-hmm. love that. That kind of the idea here is local art, right? So trying to pull people in who are, you know, regional, local, um, that, you know, we, sh- we, this is kind of our culture here. And, um, so if we can have some whiskey and things like that, like that are just, they're right here, homegrown. We love that. That's fantastic. Love that. And obviously you guys will uh, be watching. There'll be, there'll be some checking of IDs to make sure oh, that yeah. people are mm-hmm. uh, participating yes. are of the correct age. Yeah. Right? So the- there'll be signs up. We will have. Um, my, my husband's a bouncer, which is funny if you know my <laughs> husband. Um, no, but he's got, he's got, uh, some eagle eyes for sure. But, you know, it's a really laid back, uh, situation anyway, but, you know, but at the same time, yeah, we're checking IDs. It's 21 and over. We know exactly the date, things like that. Mm-hmm. So, and, oh, we'll be, uh, yeah, there'll be bracelets and stuff this year too. Just, uh, yeah, you know, we got to protect ourselves too. So. Well, it sounds like you guys have everything planned. I think so. Have you have you had to like go out on the street and mark off spaces or? Uh, that happens Saturday morning. So you're gonna be up bright and early. I will be up bright and early. Um, I think it's gonna be Saturday morning. If I have a little time tomorrow night, maybe I'll go out and get a little head start. Um, it's you know it's so much easier when there's no cars, right? Right, and then I can see. So um, you know Friday nights that's kind of a crapshoot. I don't know. You know they could be busy, it could True. not be. So um, yeah, but yeah, ultimately yeah, I'm out there. We get the 
the streets blocked off pretty early and then we're out there marking spots so that our artists can get in and get out. Yeah, they I mean, they have a certain uh, direction. Each artist has to go down the street. It's funny. I have to send them out like follow the orange okay. arrows, follow the blue arrows, you go know, this way, go that <laughs> yeah. Way. Yep. yeah. And then we have and then get the car yeah, out of here and hustle because <laughs> we got we we've, we're on a very quick timeline. But you know, I, we have really, really great volunteers who come in really early in the morning. And we kind of have this like we make sure that what we do first is get those tents up. So I have like a three or four volunteers that will move from artist to artist and just pop up, move on, <laughs> pop up, move on. Pop up. That way they can get their stuff unloaded and, and hit the road. Um, yeah. So volunteers, donors, donors have been, um, you know, we could not do this without the, the help and support of our sponsors. And so I just want to give them a shout out. Sure. Um, so we have Edward Jones, we have Zentis, we have the Liba Foundation, we have First Federal Savings Bank, Greg and Susan Payne, uh, Marshall County Arts and Culture Council, uh, Visit Marshall County, Johnson Danielson Funeral Home, John and Mary Kubley, and Jim Kinney. Um, so I want to thank all of those um, individuals and businesses for supporting this year's festival. Um, yeah. We just could not do this without them at it all. sounds fantastic. Uh, all the fun starts at 10 o'clock. 10 a.m. downtown Plymouth on Michigan Street between Laporte and Washington. Um, yeah, you'll definitely, the road will be closed. You won't there, be able to access it from Garrow. Lots of parking lots around yes. the area, though. Yes. So, oh, yeah, keep know. that in mind, too, yeah. with the farmer's market happening in the morning um so that lot you know if you're going to go to the farmer's market hit that and then walk and then, on a block you know exactly <laughs> just, come up the block yeah and... one more block and then you keep your parking spot down there but otherwise yeah there's plenty of parking um on the side streets and on center street water street definitely mm -hmm. so yeah just come down plan to spend a few hours actually yeah um and if you're gonna hang around for a long time bring a chair and bring a chair make, make yourself comfortable and, yes. and enjoy the whole morning late morning and afternoon yeah yeah farmer's market hit us at the festival and then uh the uh, marshall county neighborhood center is having their um their celebration 40th year celebration at yeah. four o'clock i believe so right downtown at the neighborhood center so everything within about a four block radius that's pretty cool it is pretty cool it i is. love this day yeah. <laughs> well we're so glad that uh you had time to come and chat with us and remind our uh, listeners about what's going on on saturday thank you it's a, it's a busy busy day it is on a busy saturday day. so it is a busy day there's lots of opportunities for people to have fun and yeah. who, who would you know nobody can say there's nothing going on <laughs> yeah, exactly. in marshall county because there's all kinds of things going on happening. yeah yeah oh and i should also just one little thing we are, you know, doing more public art in town. Um, we're getting some planning going. So those who are visiting, like, we're going to be taking some surveys on public art. So we're going to oh. be having people vote on some mural designs. We're going to be, um, and then we've got some raffles and things like that going on. So, like, we're going to be raffling off a custom painted rain barrel. So there are just some really cool oh, things nice. that, you know, that people can, um, I think that even some of the artists are raffling off some of their pieces, too. So you just, you know, or it's there's all sorts of things. <laughs> everybody will find something. Very good. Anna, thanks for coming in and oh. spending time with us this morning. Kathy and Rusty, thank you so much. Good. Appreciate your support. Good luck. I hope you can keep your energy level up on Saturday. Uh, <laughs> yes. Eating my Wheaties. Get some sleep on Friday night if you can. I know oh. your mind will just be wandering. It's the constantly. worst night. It is yes. hard. Definitely. I can only yeah. imagine. Yeah. But, but at least you don't have to worry about the weather. 
At least yeah. you're right. You're right. That, that is the biggest thing. Just yeah. one off the plate. Exactly. Yep. That's a big, <laughs> a big one, one off the plate. Yep. Good so, deal. Well, thank you for coming in and spending time with us this morning. We appreciate it. I appreciate Great. it. Thank you. Okay, Rusty. I got my stuff. You got anything else? I do not. I've covered my bases. Okay, I got one thing. Somebody wanted to know what's going on at the racetrack Friday night. Um, it's just practice on Friday night. On Saturday night, it is the third round of the Grand Slam. Okay. Um, but on Friday night, it it's a the front gate is free on Friday night. Okay. Um, pits is twenty dollars, and the cars will be just be coming out for practice. Just practicing. Yeah. Okay. On Friday evening, and then Saturday, um, racing I believe starts at seven. Uh, okay. On Saturday, pits open at eleven. All right. 11? Yes, 11. <laughs> I plan to be there at 10, okay. which means I have to be up by 9. So, wow. Well, yeah. There you yeah. go. Your, so, your day is planned. Kind of so. like yours is, too. Yeah, mine is, too. So we'll, we'll both be out there. Anyway, we've got a drawing coming up tomorrow, too. That's the big thing about Friday is our yes, birthday is. drawing, in which we will give some lucky listener who's told us it's their birthday last week for Cupcakes and La Dessert Cafe. Free small drink from the Coffee Lodge and a bouquet of flowers from Cash and Creek. So make sure you get those names in here, those birthdays in here, so we can uh, get you eligible for that. Uh, we have some anniversaries today. These are folks that are going to be going in the anniversary hat. They're going to be eligible for 50 bucks from Deacon Clemens Van Gilder Funeral Home. At the end of the month, we have a drawing. Judy and Mike Delp been married 48 years to yesterday. Yes. Yesterday. So, 48-year anniversary. 48? Yes. I didn't even think. They ha- they're actually out west um, at Yosemite. So, with their family. I mean, what a what a neat family. Wow. Fun. I didn't think they were 48, let alone been <laughs> married for 48 years. But anyway, so happy anniversary to you guys. Uh, and now it's time. Oh, I got one more anniversary. It's a belated anniversary. It's not belated yet. Today, oh yesterday. Okay, I'm sorry. I can't read. I was born without the the reading gene. Uh, <laughs> okay. Bob, Bob and Brenda Jacobson uh, married 33 years. So Bob and Brenda, you're in the hat as well. Now it's the trading post, and we have a sale going on. It'll start tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow and Saturday, Plymouth United Church of Christ. Well, another one downtown. Nine a.m. Nine a.m. Uh, tomorrow and Friday, or, uh, yeah, tomorrow is Friday. Friday and Saturday, uh, starts at nine. First United Church of Christ in Plymouth. It's their annual rummage sale. And that is the trading post for today. That's all I got. All right. That's all we got. That's it. Tomorrow it's library day. It is library day. So we will uh, be talking to them and, uh, you'll be talking to whoever, but just join us again at nine. It's when all this starts again, so have a great day.